This is the Some Comic Tim Show. I'm doing my Flat Black Classic show a couple few days early because I want to be at the cemetery in Oakland on Saturday. So get with it. Go see the Black Dahlia grave up in the Oakland Hills, Mountain View.
Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio, everybody. Very exciting. Uh, we just have an impromptu comedy thing that's going to happen check, right check, now. Check, check, yeah, check. yeah. He's a hilarious comedian. Am I here? With hella funny. He's so yes. Funny. Everybody, put your hands together right now for Mike Bonds. Yeah. How we doing, San Francisco? Yeah. Turn up my mic a little bit, Pam. Turn up my mic a little bit. A little bit more. All right. How you guys doing tonight, guys? We're doing okay. All right, guys. Clap it up. You got a big ass head, man. Come on, clap your hands. You got a big ass head. You do. You can't hide that shit, man. You really can't, man. I got a big ass head, too. I understand what it's like, man. You know, you're always sitting in front of people, blocking people and shit, man. I understand that, you know? I went to go buy a hat the other day, and a dude at the hat store was like, hey, man, check it out. It's going to be 8 to 12 weeks before we can get your size in. The head is big as fuck. And I was like, man, you didn't have to tell me like that, bro. That's fucked up, man. I know I got a big ass head, too, man, because I went and I looked at my son the other day, and I was like, damn, my son got a big ass head. So okay, he don't get it from a mom. He must get it from me. Must get it from me. You guys doing all right during this pandemic, man? You guys doing okay? It's, we back, man. We back. It's it's some crazy shit we had to deal with. You know what I'm saying? This whole toilet paper thing, man. You know? Were you one of those people waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go wipe your ass for toilet paper? No. You know, it's fucked up, man, because I discovered, I discovered at the grocery store, man, the grocery store has actually got a whole section of wet wipes for men. Have you seen that part? They got a whole section of wet wipes for men. You got to check this out, man. It's in the grocery store. You know, it's fucked up because I've been doing it wrong my whole life. I've been wiping my ass with dry toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up, guys. It's fucked up. Hey, you guys got any tattoos? Clap it up if you got tattoos. You got tattoos, man? Yeah? Oh, you thinking about it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's funny because people always getting like monumental shit for their tattoos. You know, they want to get like their kids' birthdays and their their grandmothers' names and shit like that. And then feel this though: is it people to get like Asian writing tattoo? Are you offended by this shit when people get Asian writing tattooed on them? Cause my buddy, he's white as all hell. He's got an Asian tattoo written on him. As long as it makes sense, right? So my buddy, he's got some Asian tattoos written on him. It's like sun, moon, light, face, stars. I'm like, okay, cool, bro. That's that's cool. But I want to get some Asian writing tattoo. You know, my first tattoo is actually going to be Asian. It's going to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, and fried rice right on my arm. You know what I'm saying? So when I go to an Asian restaurant, I'll be like, hey, man, don't fuck my order up. It's right here. You see that? Don't fuck it up. It's right here. It's right here, man. Straight up. This pandemic has brought a lot of things upon me, guys. I've picked up a few bad habits during this pandemic. Have you guys picked up a few bad habits? Yeah? No? Okay, I picked up a few bad habits, man. One of the worst habits I've picked up is food porn. You guys know what food porn is, man? You ever watch that shit? You know what I'm saying? This shit is getting too out of hand, isn't it? They, you know what I mean? They make food look too goddamn sexy, don't it? Food ain't supposed to look that sexy, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, how the fuck do they make a macaroni and cheese look that good, you know? And they like to play sexy music to the shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is some crazy shit. I'm in there watching an enchilada being made. My son knocking on the door. Dad, dad, what you doing? I said, I need five minutes, son. I'm watching this enchilada. You know, I'm watching this shit, you know? It's crazy, too, because they play, like, sexy music to the shit. And don't judge me, people, but after I got done jacking off to it, I had some questions. <laughs> I had a lot of questions. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, right? Right? You know, it's 2021. I believe my phone is watching me. How many people think they phone watching? We know our phone is watching us, right? It's listening to us, taking up all kind of shit about us, you know? I was using the Waze app the other day, man. And Waze was like, hey, Mike, it's a Popeye's about a half a block away. Would you like to get your big ass on over there? It's like, damn, phone, you know me too well. Shit. I got a few minutes to kill. Get me on over there anyway. We're going to have to talk about this shit later on, man. You can't just be taking all this fucking data. 
You got some weed smokers in the house? You guys smoke weed? Come on now. We got s- Okay, who, who's a pot smoker in the room right here? You are? Okay, so I guess you three are police officers in, right? You guys are cops? Okay. Okay, we're gonna, okay, we're not gonna tell anybody that. But it's fucked up because weed is getting too strong, isn't it? Is weed not getting too, it's not, she's like, it's not getting, it's not strong enough, goddammit. It needs to be stronger. You know, I think weed is just getting too strong, man. You know, I introduced my grandmother of 96 years to weed for the first time recently. Are you guys good out there? Okay. Yeah, I introduced, okay. I see people running, okay. All right. All right. Oh, y'all gonna have a whole comedy store. Oh, they partying up there, okay. All right, well, you sure everybody's certified to party? Y'all, y'all know how to party. I'm just saying. What the fuck y'all got up there? A goat? What's going on, man? <laughs> okay, <laughs> the goat hasn't arrived yet, right? Okay, I get it. Y'all get y'all going there. Okay, cool, cool. But weed is getting too strong, man. Let me tell you how weed, how strong weed is getting these days. You know, I was smoking weed with my buddy, man. He's from New York. Got a real strong New York accent, right? Right, you guys ever been to New York before, you know? Oh, you guys are from New York. Fuck that place, man. I'm playing. <laughs> I got robbed there one time. Nah, I'm just playing. Nah, I'm fucking with you guys. I love New York. I rob people out there all the time. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> no, but my buddy's from New York, right? He's got a real strong New York accent, right? So we started smoking a joint together, and halfway through the joint, he developed a Jamaican accent. How the fuck? How is weed that strong when you develop a Jamaican accent halfway through the joint? The shit was crazy, man. It was actually really crazy, man. Straight up. You guys still on your phones? Look, they the phone generation up in here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. Don't be starting no shit, okay? I'm already pegged them as police officers. Are you cool? You may have to sniff a line to let us know you're not a cop or something like that. I'm fucking with you. You know? <laughs> Seriously, man. I got to I got to I got to get some new white friends. You guys got white friends? No. Okay. 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 Only Asians? Oh shit. You guys got an OnlyFans or something like Only Asians the fans? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> you guys do weird shit? I don't know, man. Okay, cool, 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 cool. OnlyAsians.com. Okay, I can dig that. I can dig that. I can dig that, guys. Especially being from especially being New York. Is there more Asians in New York or San Francisco? You know, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure the hardcore Asians are out here, man, because I know a lot of them. I'm from San Francisco, you know. I'm from San Francisco, guys. But uh, recently I just smoked weed with my grandmother. You guys, yeah, you guys smoke weed? You don't smoke weed. You ever smoke weed with your grandmother before? You got to try it. You got to actually really try that shit. It's actually pretty cool, you know? Yeah, you know, give her some edibles or something like that. She'll be okay with that shit. Give her some edibles or something. Yeah, just a brownie. Yeah, they won't know the difference, you know? Fuck, man, what else can I talk about? Oh, shit. Uh... Oh yeah, I haven't even finished that story yet, Pam. So I was uh I was hanging out with my grandmother of 96 years. We started eating edibles and shit like that. Actually, she asked me. She goes, I go, baby. Wh- wh-, she goes, baby, what do you? Can you put some of them little edibles in the sweet potato pie for me? I said, say no more, grandma. I got you. I got you. So I went over there with the sweet potato pie. Me and grandma started eating it, right? So while grandma started eating it, she started talking about how she used to suck my granddaddy's dick. I was like, whoa, grandma, those edibles are hitting you a little too hard. Calm the fuck down. Like, those are some serious fucking edibles, you know? God damn, Grandma, she, no, baby, I used to cuff his balls and everything. You should have seen it. 96 years. I was like, well, okay, cool. You know, okay, cool, you know? Fuck it. You know, you guys, you guys miss buffets? I don't know. You guys miss, you guys miss buffets? Because I haven't been to a good buffet in a while. What about you, my guy? You just came from one. Where? Where does this shit go? 
Oh, okay. You don't don't tell me about a buffet. They'll kick me out that motherfucker. They'll have my picture in there after like the first visit. Like, do not let this motherfucker in right here. We can't deal with it. But anyway, guys, I was at a buffet, you know, not too long ago, right? And first of all, you ain't supposed to let kids wander around buffets. Do you guys agree with that shit? Kids should not be in a buffet by themselves. Little kid was running around a buffet and shit. He started taunting me. Hurry up, fat man. Let's go with those mashed potatoes. Let's go. So then the kid took a piece of chicken and he put it in the fudge fountain. He threw it at me. Smacked me right in the face, guys. But it turns out that shit was pretty good. So y'all go try that shit, man. It's called chocolate chicken. Tell them a little badass kid sent you. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, guys. Any vegetarians in the house? You guys vegetarians? Oh, right here? Oh, Basically, okay, okay. Well, what, what do you mean, basically? Are you like, are you like, still looking at meat and salivating over that shit? What's going on? Oh, okay, good, good, good. Cause you know, I actually tried to be a, one minute. Okay, I actually tried to be a vegetarian one time. Hey guys, <laughs> how we doing? Uh oh, she's stumbling in. Who that is? <laughs> oh, the biggest pothead right here. Do you know weed? <laughs> you got weed. <laughs> What's up, my man? We just sitting here telling jokes, man. You want to hear some jokes? Yeah. All right, man. San Francisco. Hey, hey, Pam, tag this one. I know I'm about to do some. San Francisco is so expensive that KFC and Taco Bell had to become roommates just so they can make it. <laughs> That's not my joke, and by the way. That's not my joke, and she knows that. I was just telling somebody else a joke. But uh, anyway, guys, we're still talking about comedy. Actually, I think that's my time, right, Pam? Is that my time? Okay, good. All right, guys, you've been a great audience. Smoke Mike. more weed, drink less. All right, take your life. Mike Bonds, everyone. Hooray! Don't worry, I'll tell you jokes. Don't worry about that. Hi, friends. Hi, new friends. I know our neighbors can party, right? That's so cool. Um, a lot of people say that I look like Katherine Keener uh, if she had a serious problem with cocaine. <laughs> you don't know who Katherine Keener is? You don't know who Katherine Keener is? Oh, my God. Do you know who Bjork is? Do you know? Oh, you're so young. I have abortions older than you. Jesus Christ. This is, this is crazy. You don't know. Do you know who Madonna is? But do you know who Bjork is? You know who Madonna is, but do you know who Bjork is? You don't know who Bjork is. You have Bjork, 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 Bjork. I had to, I had a dream. I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist, and I looked up at her and I was like, "What? Did you? I know she's amazing. Was she wearing the swan thing?" I looked up at her and I was like, "Why is my mom not proud of me?" And she looked down and said, "Your uterus is made of clouds." And the polar bear only stops in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. That joke only makes sense if you know what Bjork sounds like. So that was just, I shouldn't have even said those words. Because none of you know who Bjork is. Because I have abortions older than you. Yay! Yay! No, but I did. I had my first abortion in 1995. Right? 26... Right? I know. I know. 26 years ago. That's so crazy, right? And I only have one regret about my first abortion, you know, and that's that I didn't have the kid because right now I could be fucking all of his friends. <laughs> Mistakes, right? Like, 26-year-olds are so hot. Like, I think they're hot, too. I like it. Oh, my God. I love watching the soccer. You know the soccer that's happening right now? There's two...
The soccer's are happening right now because there's the there's the Euro Cup and then there's also the Copa Cup. So then it was I know and so I was bummed when Denmark was out and Belgium they're hot too. But what I love is when they make mistakes and then they put their they put their shirt up over their face so I can see their tummy. Like I love it when they miss when they just wildly miss and then they go oh and they put their shirt up over their face and I'm like oh my God your stomach I'm like I'm sorry I love no I love watching soccer because finally I get to watch hot 26-year-old men make goals. Like, they're literally making goals. Like, it's amazing. You never see them. I mean, maybe it's like a European thing or something else because all the 20 cute 23-year-olds are all living with their parents here. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with d dealing with your parents' stuff. I know, 23. Are you 23? But no, but you're... But you're like a successful woman. I can already see it. Like you're, I can see that you're a super feminist. You're the, but you're like the top. I'm sure that you're amazing at what you do. <laughs> I love deep fried foods. I can't even tell you. Crispy is like everything. You know what I love? Cylindrically deep fried foods. And my favorite is lumpia. Or is anyone Filipino? Because, dear God, I want to know your grandma. Like, lumpia. Lumpia is my battle cry. Like, this is, I've made pot lumpia. I love cylindrically deep fried foods from any country. I'm like, dude, it's woo. Anybody else like food? Of course we do. This is something we can all connect on. Right, but guys lately, guys lately have been doing this thing. They're like, I'm microdosing food. I'm... Oh no, I'm intermittent fasting. A guy, guy, have you heard this thing about the guys intermittent fasting? Have you heard about this? It's so crazy because you're gonna mansplain anorexia to me? Like, I've been doing this for 30 years. Like, you're gonna, now it's cool. <laughs> like, intermittent fasting. That's fine. I used to be bulimic, and it was great for the American economy. Because I was four times the consumer, you know, I just consume, consume, consume. And I, well, I try to think of myself as like an environmentalist because I only vomit into the composting, right? So it's like reuse, regurgitate, recycle. It's, it's the high pH, good for those wine vines in Napa. No, I'm kidding. I can't, I can't be bulimic anymore. I'm poor. I'm on food stamps. I can only be anorexic. They don't give me enough money to throw away my calories. Are you kidding me? Little, I'm like little Debbie, a dollar forty-nine. Divide that by five hundred calories is point zero zero point four cents per calorie. No, we're no one else is poor here. Yay! You're not artists. Yay! That's so cute. It's like you're like, oh, we have real jobs. Our parents loved us. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm going through menopause. I'm just gonna give you guys this quick memo because no one will give you the memo, and it's insane. No one gave me the memo. I'm giving you the memo right now. When you're 46, you're going to be on fire for seven years. <laughs> no, it's super cute. It's super cute because I have the libido. Well, no, it's uh, your eggs are dying, so they give all of the hormones. So right now I have the libido of a 14-year-old boy, which is exciting and fun. But also I smell like a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I smell like pastrami and corn chips. I'm sweating all the time. Like I can't, there's nothing I can do to make it.
Good luck, ladies, in the future. It's going to be, I wish you luck. Good luck at the party upstairs. Dear God, have the best time. Seriously, thank you for coming and indulging in comedy downstairs because we're so weird and you're so fun. Thank you. Yay. This was an impromptu stuff. This is a radio station. Have a beautiful night. Have so much fun, honestly, at your party upstairs. Be safe. Don't take any powders unless you've tested them first because I had some people like overdose last week. So everybody be careful. Love you.
something for the touts, the nuns, the grocery clerks, and you. We have everything and we have nothing. And some men do it in churches. And some men do it by tearing butterflies in half. And some men do it in Palm Springs, langing into butter blondes with Cadillac souls. Cadillacs and butterflies, nothing and everything. breath and big feet, men who look like frogs, hyenas, men who walk as if melody had never been invented, men who think it is intelligent to hire and fire and profit, men with expensive wives they possess like 60 acres of ground to be drilled or shown off or to be walled away from the incompetent. Men who'd kill you because they're crazy and justify it because it's the law. Men who stand in front of windows 30 feet wide and see nothing. Men with luxury yachts who can sail around the world and yet never get out of their vest pockets. Men like snails, men like eels, men like slugs and not as good and nothing. Getting your last paycheck at a harbor, at a factory, at a hospital, at an aircraft plant, at a penny arcade, at a barber shop, at a job you didn't want anyway. Income tax, sickness, servility, broken arms, broken heads, all the stuffing come out like an old pillow. Picture on the fridge, it's 
never stocked with food You used to live at home Now you stay at their house Everybody wants to be special here They call your name, I'll never fear Here comes a regular Call out your name Here comes a regular Am I the only one here today? Drinking buddy bound to another town Once the police made you go away And even if you're in the arms of someone's baby now I drink a great big whiskey to you anyway Everybody wants to be someone's here Someone's gonna show up, never fear Here comes a regular Call out your name And here comes First the lights, then the collar goes up, the wind begins to blow. You turn your back on a paying back last call. First the grass, then the leaves, then the snow. Ain't much waking anyway in the fall. As the nurses come out of the building after their shift, having had enough, eight nurses with different names and different places to go walking across the lawn. Some of them want cocoa and a paper. Some of them want a hot bath. Some of them want a man. 
Some of them are hardly thinking at all. Enough and not enough. Arcs and pilgrims, oranges, gutters, ferns, antibodies, boxes of tissue paper. In the most decent sometimes sun, there is a soft smoke feeling from urns and the canned sound of old battle planes. And if you go inside and run the window ledge, you'll find dirt, maybe even earth. And if you look out the window, there will be the day. And as you get older, you'll keep looking, keep looking, sucking your tongue in a little. Ah, uh, ah, uh, no, no, maybe. Some do it naturally, some obscenely, everywhere.
radioactivity from the half lives at origin fused fusion blissed out orbitals of chewy bacagum and hair on edge towards a goosery of cold fronted efficiency to bulb around a circle and splash literature and filament with flavor for the tungsten zigzag glowy bits. X-ray that, locked still cameras on backed up plush retinas as pillows to lounge in dreamery states of oe and weather some frocks to lift them higher. Reap and leanish towards the refill, draw it back and hold, not at all like a wet drop butter stop where goblets fresh drain into the underlings of worldly globes meant to see in 270 directions, and towards oneself. It was a daylight today, well it always is, now, and isn't it just, and so. The sirs and madams of roundlings pop a seat up and down to frolic or frog lick or hop across the road with three lives to live without pushing an arcade game along with it. Remember that? Offshoot. So we do talk around it, like two types of hands and nine times the feet, back to our fusion, the one we keep saying goes hot and cold yet is all and all around and in facts and leisure are just, and us. See? How else were we meant to say it was free at a cost not to print it on a billboard for everybody to see? That's quiet and inexpensive. The bits that spin forward also put their spin back, don't and you'll know in any account, with knee pads meant to drive forward the bits that not hot to touch down ground, unless you have a lifetime of padding and responsibilities to clean up after somebody. Digression is the dipole signal amplifier of the regression, only twice as sidewise with double the airwaves. Just when diet soda was around, a child thought it might be, and a good idea to start one. Only kids since is triple the waveform and the Oikari immediate showed us this was not the diet for us, but maybe in 20 or some odd years. So back to people, or rather those that wouldn't be noticed if they were entranting on about the somebody and else. Note the gut and put it in a milk commercial with its hundreds of meanings of inflection, direction, spotted owl howled not early and up front gizzards making nonsense is what the half style of a half worded sentence was meant for me to understand. Peekarambui and pokery at the cross down western grip, and find out who patterned their feet after daddy, yes he points too, just like that one. Got what? said the who is they man, rest obticular, and stuff a sock if that reclines you to bother a not blotter stop or wipe the equipment clean after use, shake once and stir gently if you've even got yourself a double zero and a remainder of non-divide to hold a digit to this card, you know the one I'm holding, divine, showing me to you and ought versed, so you'll believe it. Well and well that's your 100 percentile daily valuation, but I'm not stopping the gob, no pits for and petted gently as in perpetual and steadfast is only staying in stillness so that one may move towards the unwar, and retwine the pulleys that play this record, imprinted impressed, and pressed not wrecked, even in a home where the parents couldn't stand upside down on the ceiling with their child prodigy different astrology, or so they put two meter sticks on the wall to size it up, super fab, and with that, this has been the willing frondulous expert notionary notary republic, of the again seen once and more, from the Isle of Man, in and the always pampered and about text aqua QC3W. This sundry Sunday of the January kind of 2021, make it a card.
party. Paul's countdown. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to crumble. Now let's watch a full-length movie. W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. You don't have to tell me what those anachronisms stand for. It's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yeah. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, and you might as well, since you're listening, you have to find us by our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Or you can listen to Mutiny Radio. Dot FM every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and listen to it first every Sunday on muniradio.fm. We love them, and we would love for you guys to donate some money at uh, go to Venmo and donate at Muni Radio. Carl, we watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That is what our acronym stands for. What movie are we watching today? Today we are going to watch Stranded. 1987. Strand. 1987. That is what you put in the YouTube search engine. And the channel we like is Christian Arthur. You might find uh, Muslim Arthur, but we are going to pick for this. Christian. Okay. Christian Arthur. Stranded, 1987. And we like Christian Arthur. Do you think uh, Christian Arthur is maybe King Arthur? Uh, No. No. I do not. I think oh. that King Arthur was a mythical, was a uh, <laughs> was oh, a just, character. So, do you, but do you think Christian Arthur is the, the the character from the video game Ghosts and Goblins? That is more likely because that is a real person. Well, surprise! They're both fictitious characters. Anyway, so oh. we want you to find "Stranded" in parentheses, nineteen eighty-seven, hosted by our good friend, the aforementioned Christian Arthur. Uh, and when you find it, click the link, hit pause ASAP, push that meter so it's a zero, 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 and wait, we have a very special countdown for you. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Mark Yobbs, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Yobbs! Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Mark, you are a big part of the New Jersey comedian community. Wouldn't you say that's true? I mean, if we want to say it's a community, I mean, right now it's more like a cult. <laughs> you know, there's a, what you call, we've all been living in a compound together for, for the past six months and uh, and just doing stand-up comedy for the five of us, you know? Right. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and we, the, Carl, you're the only one we let out into the real world. <laughs> well, I have dealings out here. And I do appreciate that, that furlough that you guys give me. Now, I, you know, I think that you have high hopes for comedy coming up in 2021. 
Oh, I do have high hopes for comedy because we're all going to come out of that compound in the, in the spring and the, the what do you call it? Because like the pandemic might not be gone, but we'll have the outdoor dining and everything like that. And I think that New Jersey, uh, the New Jersey comedy scene is going to become a lot more prolific mm -hmm. and, and stronger. So I, I definitely want anybody that's a, that's a comic or a non-comic either way to come out and uh, like go to, just go to shows. I don't care if it's mine. I'm not even sure if I'm going to get any. Get deep in comedy. And speaking of your shows, I myself personally have the distinction. I gave you your first real gig. Well, I mean, I'm not sure if you gave me my my first real gig was uh, was given to me by my ex girlfriend out of pity four months in. Uh huh. Uh, but but uh, you gave me my second real gig. Okay. Uh, about three or four months later, and uh, and that was that was. I was oh thank you i want to say thank you for sure uh but you did say i was gonna have seven to ten minutes and you lit me two minutes in and i was like i was so new that i had no idea that like, i thought that i had just been bombing for fucking 10 minutes it was a and, big and, and you were trying to get me get me the hell off of there so i panicked and, and i had to i, I went back Jeff to material i didn't want to do Oh, I was very embarrassed about that. That was a big mistake. And then I waved you on, like, keep going, keep going. Like, I uh, just threw up. Somebody else, somebody else waved me on. Somebody else waved me on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no it, was was Carl, it was all Carl. It was all Carl. It was all Carl. I still haven't lived that down, but I'm on, I'm trying my best. Now, people can find you online uh, at Facebook, you're Mark Yobbs. At Absolutely. Instagram, you're at Mark Yobbs, no space. And on Twitter, you're this. Yobs, T H I S Y O B S. Absolutely, uh, you can you can follow me on those things, but I mean, currently there's not too much content going out. But I'll get you something once every five five to seven months. That's what I'll do for you. <laughs> you come and see me, and we'll be uh, uh, lukewarm, lukewarm as far as the funny is concerned. But it, it... understood. Okay, so I'm a big fan of Luke. Okay, how about <laughs> you count us down uh, for our big movie today and everyone at home will press play at the same time as us here in the studio go all ahead right. mark yobs all right here we go three two one press it wow i can't believe you had the pope uh, introduce this that is a very special countdown <laughs> yeah because of covid reasons i could not fly to the vatican for it Oh, yeah. Well, they've been harassing you. Like, come on. You're like, no, I can't. It's the COVID. Here we go. Right off the bat. The fly. <laughs> Look at that font, right? That tells you what yeah. year it is. That's the fly font. Ooh, Ioni Sky. Yep. So, wait, how old is she? Oh, Joe Morton. No shit. 16 years old in this film. And, yeah, Joe Morton. He must be about 46 years old. Run die. He's a cop. And this house. Right. Or this scary house. Listen to that music. Brendan Blues? Is that house music? Gary yeah, Swanson. House music. <laughs> Wait a minute. Lee Flea? And Flea. Yeah. And Spice Williams? Mm -hmm. Wow. So we, is Flea like a teenage buddy who like gets uh, vortex into something? You, you've seen this film. That's exactly right. He's the friend of the love interest. Does he grimace? And then before he dies, he's like, what the? Oh. And you see his gap teeth? <laughs> That's every Flea movie, right? Back to the he future. dies when they flick him. <laughs> right, they flick the Flea. 
So this movie was so low budget that they had Maureen Sullivan play the music. Oh, well, that's good. It's authentic. It's just like Barry Lydon. Uh, Remember that movie, uh, that Stanley Kubrick movie where it was shot with all natural lighting? You hear that old-timey ring, man? Miss that. Miss that. Oh, yeah. The rotary phone by your bed. And just like the old days, she's going to let it ring 11 times. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your Twitter handle is Carl underscore and it's underscore 11 times. Right. Exactly. Coincidence. Well, it's 11 times for 11. Ro- uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Ooh, Tex Fuller. Right. Holy now, shit. his name is really Fleming B. Fuller. Oh. And he was a documentary maker. Um, and he was trying to break into Hollywood, and he did. Yeah. So, Texas is Hollywood name. Yeah, the thing is, he's from North Carolina, not Texas. Uh, but his nickname is Tex, and that's what he put on the on the title of this film. So... This is a this is Maureen Sullivan, who you might remember from uh, Bonzo Goes to College. She is back again. That's probably how I bumped into this movie is is looking her up. And um, here's Ione Sky, of course, who's on the phone, but like a boy. Okay. Oh, and, is it Adam Horowitz? <laughs> that's a good call because they got married later. It is not Adam Horowitz. It's a boy <laughs> she is not interested in. Tell him I'm busy, Grandma. You know, he's a very nice boy. That's why I don't like him. Don't be so dumb. Oh. Yeah. You know, my Skype handle is Ioni Skype. Ioni Skype. Very good. Yeah. That's if really I clever. Skyped. People say, I don't understand. I go, whoa, you must be under 45 years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, this is before uh, she would go on to do Say Anything. That really, I wouldn't That was her big movie? I think so. I mean, that was the one that she, she every, after that, she got into Wayne's World and, and um, One Night Stand and, she had a recurring role on yeah. development. Of course, I'm jumping way ahead, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This film was prior to that. Now, one thing you don't know about her, maybe you do. She is the daughter of Donovan. Oh, uh, uh, they call me Mellow Yellow Donovan. They, yeah, that's right. They call him a folk singer, but really, that was the hit. They call me Mellow Yellow. Now, she really didn't know him growing up. Uh, she, he, you know, he was in, uh, um, uh, England and, you know, he's Scottish, uh, with some Irish ancestry, but, um, she did not grow up in England. She grew up in America. Huh. Do you think if she grew up in England, they would nickname her Tex? (laughs) Yes. Now, if, look what's happening behind the house. There was a crash. Some sort of crash. Whoa. Uh-oh, so they got stranded? So they got stranded. <laughs> Is this stranded? Well, that's the funny thing. It's like they're stranded, but then at the end of the film, the guy is like the guy's name's Prince. He's like, I'm out of here. And he just can't, flies away. Were they really stranded? I don't get that. They were stuck in suburbia. Mm. It's, a, it's a metaphor. Well, this is a rural farmhouse in North Carolina. It's not a suburbia. 
so Ione's freaking out, but um, uh, Maureen, so. okay, I should say that Ione's name is Deirdre, and uh, Maureen's name is Grace, Grandma. So Grace is the one who's completely calm, and she'll even get like a 12-gauge. <laughs> Suddenly they Good. hear that like someone's in the house. Uh-huh. North Carolina hospitality. <laughs> now, Fleming B. Fuller, Tex Fuller, he is from North Carolina, and that's probably why it's in this setting. It was really filmed in Los Angeles. Oh, interesting. I was going to say, maybe he shot it on location. Yeah, and Maureen shot it. <laughs> oh, I can't shot, think of a good She's got her gun. She's got a shotgun. People will get shot. Oh, good. This isn't one of those movies where they show a gun in the first act and they don't fire it off in the third. No, no, there will be firings right away. So they were going to go downstairs because she, Maureen brings her balls with her wherever she goes. But then there was this eerie, weird-ass blue light. And she's yeah, like, I saw that. that. Let's hide in your room. It's something called television. I'm scared. Phone's dead. Oh, no. But Damn, why? why would the phone be dead? Well, because in 87, they busted up the, uh, the Ma Bell. Bell. Atlantic. Yeah, they made baby bells. None of them really work. Yeah. So I guess it would be Southwestern Bell in North Carolina in 87. Yeah, and they sucked. <laughs> well, oh, come on. No, the phone was reliable. You got a dial tone? Look at that. You got a rave in the other room. There's a rave going on. It is Los Angeles. No, it's North Carolina, and the, the director's name is Tex. Don't you get it? I don't get that. Texas, Texas, not North Carolina, and he doesn't have any association with Texas that I know of. Um, yeah, but, you know, people will say, like, you know, derogatory nicknames, like, you're Southerner, you must be Tex. Might <laughs> have yeah, hung on. I don't know. It's, yeah, I think it's an honor. How many famous Texas are there? Is Tex Kyle? Tex Ritter. There's Texas. There's Texas. <laughs> There's Textile. Okay. Texaco. <laughs> now, who should show up but a faithful victim? A, a, a faithful, faithful, if that's what I said. Yeah, no, you said faithful. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> I'm um, here to get slaughtered by an that, alien. That, oh, wait, I got, yeah. hey, I, got, I got buffering problems. Buffering problems. We don't need that, man. I'm on 819 and just stopped. Crapped on me. All right, I'm paused. Damn it. Sorry, audience. And now I got a commercial. Okay, so you tell me when you get to 840 and I'll press play. Okay, perfect. I'm using my phone. I had to use a different... Uh... Uh, this is... Kevin Haley, he's playing Jerry, and he's about to die, so he's out of this film. He was in Satisfaction in 88, Fear in 1990, Steel America in 92. I had never heard of those movies. That might be why he quit acting to become an interior designer in 94. All right, hang on. 840 what? Forden. I got 10 seconds. Give me a sec. Count me up now. 
and our audience. Oh, recording? So four, three, two, one, zero. Eight forty. Now, why would you say zero? Zero, zero is the one I want to do. Because I'm counting down. Did you say eight four zero or eight four eight? All I know is I'm running. That's all you know. That's I am disappointed in you as usual. It is now. I'm going up at nine. Yeah, me too. Okay. Okay. So something's wrong. He comes back to the pickup to get a gun, and his father's like, "I'm coming with you." So everyone senses something evil. Yeah, yeah. You can this feel it in the air. Well, I don't know if it's evil, but it's mysterious. It's weird. I mean, it's outer-worldly. It's wow. It's now. It's what the kids call hip. Okay. Do you think this is the invasion of uh, basic cable in the rural neighborhoods? I get my TV through an antenna. Rabbit ears. Yeah. I did for years. Okay, so they enter the house, and what should they see but this weird guy? Yeah, with a flashlight. That is – her name is Queen. Yeah, and she's got a special flashlight. It's like, Jerry, look out, and there's Flea. Boom, they're scared. So they shoot Queen. They shoot but they get laser beamed. So Flea's like a supernatural being to begin with. Supernatural is the wrong word. These are aliens, you know? They don't have supernatural powers. They're just from a different place. Oh, okay. So it's totally natural to fly to another country, a uh, planet. Supernatural means metaphysical powers. It means godlike powers. They don't have that. They got guns. They got spaceships. Oh, all right. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Why did we lock ourselves in the room? So he's pissed. His name is Vernon, and he's the father, and his son is dead. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. I'll kill you. So he drives his son away. I'm not sure. I guess he's scared or whatever. But something is amiss. Something is afoot, and he just lost his son. Wow, that's pretty intense, dude. They already have a body count in this movie? They already have a body count of one. Right. And how many bodies have we seen so far in this movie? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of bodies dropping in this film. Oh, they're going to be dropping the floor? What's the bodies drop the floor? Oh, that's some song or something. Yeah. Right? It's right, like Rage right. Against the Machine. Yeah, well, it won't be uh, – the most rage we're going to get here is those lights, but uh, we're definitely going to have some murder victims here. All right, so I think I got an idea of what our alien uh, stranded people are like. They're gothic. They're a little – they're more gothic. Now, than look, that is Warrior, and she takes the gun. Whoa. She, she also took Spider-Man's costume. She absolutely did, and she put glowy lights in it. Now, she's a stunt woman in real life. You, it's what's unfortunate for her is she's got a good part in a movie here, uh, and you'll right. never see her face. It's actually Deep Roy in costume. 
That's right. It's Deep Roy. <laughs> no, her name is Spice Williams Crosby, and she's a little bit famous for being a, a, a stunt woman. But she's also has 20 years in TV and film like she did. She was in Liar Liar and Spider-Man and me, Spider-Man in 2002. Do you think they were wow. got her because of this part? Yeah, look, Siri had the costume. Look at Queen. Queen is deathly shot and Flea is upset. That's Flea? I couldn't even tell. Now look at them. They look like a goth. Uh, no, that's, what's the way? It's like... Like Nostradamus. David Bowie and the Spiders from Mars or something. They don't – see, right now, Sky is like, I can't believe it. They're really here. But I don't see aliens. I see people. Well, they're kind of pale, right? Uh -huh. They got long yeah. hair. Yeah, with five fingers, right, yeah. Right. Pale. You no, know, and they're symmetrical. You know, they got an arm on the side. <laughs> they got a nose. They got what's her genitals? I don't see what the problem. They got buttholes. They're <laughs> aliens. The truth was, this uh, script uh, was modified and changed by the producers. They wanted to make the aliens look much more human to be sympathetic to audiences. Uh, so the producers made that change. These producers brought us uh, Teen Wolf at this point. Oh. Uh, later, they'd bring us Critters. So I got to tell you something about Teen Wolf. That movie is terrible. Uh -huh. Right? Whatever hard, wonderful memory you have of that movie and the sequel, you watch it again and you're just like, these kids are just like desperate for beer. <laughs> you know? I gotta get beer! But what's funny is the actress playing Queen who's lying on the floor, her nickname yeah. is Flea. What? You mean the actress's nickname is Flea, and she plays with Flea? Yep, that's, that's right. Flea, right. He's holding her hand right now. She was this uh, creepy old witch in this movie called Pumpkinhead in 1988. Ooh, sure. I'm familiar with Pumpkinhead. She served the country in World War II in Washington, D.C. for the military intelligence. And, uh, nice. Yeah. But her nickname is Flea, and I thought that was – you know, her her dad gave it to her or something. Now she's dying. Uh -huh. Oh, she did. Do you think Tex got her his nickname from his dad, or maybe he just? He I did like don't a Jersey know. I don't know. If I ever interview him, I will discover. That will be one of my first questions. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Whoa! So we spend a lot of time on Queenie. Are you alive or not, lady? She is dying. And what we're going to find here is it's a little less scary when you see that – oh, she's dead. Wait. No, she's not dead yet. She, oh, time to change the reel. Oh, time to change the reel. I got the little marker in the corner. Give me one second. Oh, oh hang I on. Gotta, yeah, I got to change. Carl? <laughs> Carl, you did that, right? During the 80s and 87, you were working in a movie. No, I didn't do that part. No, I didn't change the reels. I was you were like, hey, kids, stop making out. I'm the usher, see? Right, I was the usher, and I did encourage making out. I was 22-something. Dude, were they like, we need your quarters. The Will Rogers Institute would love for you to donate today. Ushers are walking through the aisles to take your donation. Luckily, I never had to do that neither. Now, there's Vern. He went and got the cops, and he is bitter. He wants justice. He wants revenge. 
Uh, and he knows, well, they killed his son. And oh, he that knows guy, yeah, yeah. he saw Spider-Woman do it, right? So they're like aliens right. to him. So well, that's true. Superman was an alien. Therefore, all superheroes are aliens. Now, she's our Star Trek con connection, Spice Williams Crosby. She was in Deep Space Nine, but she was also in the movie Star Trek V. So. Oh, that's a good one, right? No, that was a sucky one. They went that home. was a stucky one, number five. Okay, so what's happening here is the sheriff's not here yet, okay? So, <clears throat> um, let's see here. Hold on, where's his name? Here it is. The, no, it's not. Okay. What you the got? Sergeant, his name is just Sergeant in the film. He's like, we're going in now. And he gets Officer Sweeney. Um, he pretty much is about to get Sweeney killed. And uh, Officer Roberts to like go around back and kick in the door. And it's going to lead to more, more death. How is that possible? Though they look kind of like Vanilla Sky, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, this is Prince, and we're getting a – no, I can't say a human connection. It's not human, but we're getting a connection. Now, what's funny is in real life, Ioni Sky had a crush on Prince oh. in his makeup when he was in his makeup. But when he was out of his makeup, really? not so much. You look like Martin Short in one of your many character forms. I'm in love. Wait a minute, you're not Martin Short. His name is Brendan Hughes, and he was in Outla Outland. You remember oh, the okay. Sean Connery film? Yeah, sure. He was in Outland as dancer in Leisure Club sequence. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Then the sheriff shows up with a shotgun in the, bar in the moon uh, colony. He's like, Shh, everyone stop exactly. dancing. You make me feel. What happened? Sheriff, what's going on? Space aliens are showing up at high noon. This is probably his biggest role because it's all like that. He was in 1990. He was in Bad Influence as Arguing Man. Bad Influence, Bad Influence. Was that the one with uh, Larry Fishburne and Jeff Goldblum? I don't remember. It didn't I don't think it's cover. Okay, so they're at the back door. <clears throat> now, here is, um, here is Sergeant. Being a, you know, a big bossy. No one's like, gonna stop me from dancing. to come out. He's like, he's like the being a dumb hick is what he's doing. No one's gonna stop me from dancing on this moon colony. Oh well, no, that's a different guy. He, this guy, oh. was the bone collector. He was in Vice Squad in '82. Uh, not much bone else. Collector. Jeez, bone collector. Yeah. It's a deep dive. That movie lived up to his premise. There was a guy who collected bones. Bone Collector, wasn't that the one where um, Denzel was, uh, like, crippled or something? And uh, Was it uh, he was a taxi driver? No. It was Ashley Judd, right? I don't think so. I think Bone Collector was, was a cop film, uh, sort of like a forensic evidence kind of film was, was now, i don't know but right now uh sweeney has died and no. burn 
is taking matters into his own hand and just doing a shotgun into the house. He knows there's hostages in there, but he wants revenge for his son's death. Man, he's like John Wick. I Well, except John Wick had some skills. <laughs> John, right, you would have been dead by that point. <laughs> oh, there we go. Blackout. Stranded now, will be back after these messages. Now, here's Joe Morton. And yeah. he is our sheriff. But he's African-American, and some people don't like that. Oh, in this movie, he's getting buffed. He's the sheriff. Joe fucking Morton. That's right. He's, What's wow. going on here? Who gave the order to go in before I arrived? They're all pissed. Sweeney's dead. Did you call his wife? He goes, yeah, my wife's over there now. Sweeney was interesting because he partnered with Nicolas Cage in making Saturn films in 95. So he worked on a lot of uh, Nicolas Cage stuff. And now he's dead. He's out of the movie. Really? Oh, oh no, dead in, in movie life. In the movie, he's gone. Just like, uh, I mean, they're going to drop so, like flies. You'll see. So we so far we have Sun's dead and Sharky's dead. I don't know who Sharky is, but Sweeney. Sweeney, Sweeney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sun is dead and Sweeney is dead and Queen is dead. Right. Do we count Queenie? She's not Queenie now. She's royalty. She is Queen and she is dead. We count her. Long live the Queen. She ain't no human being. That's right. That's right. But she didn't live long. She's an alien. Who landed in North Carolina? North Carolina. Now, Vern, he's trying to console Vern and ask him what happened and stuff, but Vern is, will have none of it. You know, he's just pissed off and he wants revenge. And later he'll start dropping the N word on Joe Morton. Jesus. Yeah. Here's my, here's my impression of me trying to uh, uh, calm down Vern. Okay. Hey, Vern. <laughs> trying to console Vern. Hey, Vern. Yeah, well, Joe Joe Morton is a tough, no-nonsense cop in this, and his calming down Vern was stuff like, shut up! <laughs> Keep it down. Here he is. If you don't take care of it, I will. Who's going to drive you home now, Mr. Burdett? <laughs> What are we listening for? Uh, just because Joe Morton's a gruff cop and, and he's taking no nonsense, even though this guy just, his son just died, you know. Uh, Joe Morton took this role because it was a strong African-American role and he wasn't doing that sort of film and he wanted to. Um, he was in Brother from Another Planet, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's a great movie. So he had connection to, it was important to him to be highlight that he was African-American and also he knew this was New Line Cinema. He knew he'd get a lot more exposure. I mean, this was pre-Terminator. You know, he he's, right. uh, he he was looking to, to, to make a name for himself here. Do you think that's his breakout role, Terminator 2? Uh, well, that's... Oh, I said brother from another... Okay, yeah. Terminator 2. He was also in Speed. He was also in well, I'm fast forwarding now. He was in Paycheck, okay. an American gangster, but 
back in the day, he was in speed uh, as the police lieutenant. Brother from Another Planet really was the thing that stuck out yeah. for him. Oh, he's great in that movie. That's a great movie, but he's terrific in it. I noticed him first in Terminator 2. Um, yeah. He was in Blues Brothers. He played the Cab Calloway. Oh, no, no, no. He was, in Blues, he was in Blues Brothers 2000, which I saw in the theater. Right. Uh, yeah, less said the better. Terrible film, but he played – he didn't play Cab Calloway. It was a character based on him. Uh, it was a, he was the son of Cab Calloway. He, uh -huh. was a police, he was a police chief who was going to chase the new Blues Brothers down. and uh, But they want him to join the band just because his dad was Cab Calloway. Mm -hmm. And at a, a certain moment, he sees the light. And, like, I don't know if they're uh, at a church or they're at a performance, but something – he gets an epiphany, and he, he, like, flies up in the air. Joe Morton, oh. he looks into the camera. He's like, I finally get the concept of it. Oh, my God, look what he's doing. Well, okay, Queen is dead. And what these aliens do for some reason is when somebody dies, they, they zap them and sure. they disappear. And all it's doing is freaking out the cops. Well, yeah, I mean, it's unauthorized. They should be at a mortuary. Now, this is a, a residential. Wow, cool. Do you know what's amazing? They use no special effects in that scene. Really? It was just the light? Yeah. yeah. Then they cut the camera and the... Now, Spice Williams, she... Uh, Spice Williams Crosby, she's, like, really into bodybuilding and nutrition. She's a third-degree black belt. She's a vegan. She wrote a lot of books on this. Uh, music, dance, and she switched to acting, but her stunt work, you know, she made use of her martial arts, you know, and her athletic prowess. Uh, she's into fitness. Oh, she has two master's degrees and a PhD, and it's all around fitness and holistic nutrition and health sciences. Um, she was in Dust Till Dawn doing stunts. Oh, nice. And I mentioned Spider-Man in 2002. It was also stunts. She was in Mission Impossible 3 doing stunts. Uh, she's for real. But she's our Star Trek connection. Because there's one every show. Not on purpose. Right. That's just how it shapes up every time. Who would have thought? But it, but it didn't show. happen for Bonzo, right? No, there was no one. We were close, weren't we? Like there must have been some like old timey actor who appeared on uh, Star Trek who might have been on. The closest we got was Lost in Space for that film, uh, right? Which is close. Now, Ione Sky got this role because they liked her in Rivers Edge in '86. She had no wow, lack of training, um, and it kind of shows in this film. She's a little flat. River's Edge with Crispin Glover. All right, so they're just going to hang outside? Till, well, uh, I mean, they... there's action. Right now, he was chewing out the um, uh, chewing out sergeant for getting Sweeney killed. We're going to follow procedure from now on. He, he's he's uh, using his bullhorn to, you know, know, Grace, are you okay? You know, Give me a sign if you're, or it's it's Mrs. Clark. He's saying. So this is Fleetly, right? As Prince. 
No, that's Flea right there. Yeah. And Flea is more like a monkey. I'm serious. He's more like a pet. Uh, the other ones are very human-esque. There's Flea being cute. Oh, there's that smile. There's that yeah. smile. Can you see the tooth? Did yeah. you see the gap? Yeah, there's a gap. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Now, Flea's done a lot of acting. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, sure. Suburbia. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And Private Idaho, Back to the Future, two and Actually, three. It was noodles. Right. They cramp them in, they shoehorn them in. Suddenly, like Marty McFly had a villain. Oh, not noodles again. Oh, every time I have to listen, it's always about noodles. Who the fuck is noodles? There was no noodles mentioned in the first movie. Well, he was the boss, like, uh, not the boss, but he was like, send the facts. What are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. He sent the facts. He goaded Marty McFly to send that fax, and that fax ruined their family. It was so, like. Yes. Yeah. He's been in over 20 films and TV, you know, series. Oh, this is interesting. He met River Phoenix in Private Idaho in 91, became his very, very good friend, and he rode in the ambulance with River Phoenix tonight. He died. Yeah. Wow. He was in Son in Law with your favorite. Uh... Paulie. Yeah. And he was in The Big Lebowski. That is credit. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, that's, yeah, The Nihilist. I think it's that's probably street cred. Yeah, that's right. He was one of the Nihilists. We believe in nothing. They threw a ferret or a varmint. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. Oh, my God. This is the other alien. Well, this is Prince once again, and yeah. he's he's having a connection with Ioni. It's a little forced, but uh, it's never going to materialize. Well, there's a there's one scene in which there's some diddling. I'll show you that later. <laughs> oh, there's some diddling? Yeah. Space diddle. So they he came... He wants, they came, they diddled. He's the one who wants, uh, you know, her to communicate with the cops, and he wants everything to get cool. And meanwhile, Warrior's trying to shoot everybody, and sure. he's got a cool head. Now, he just lost his mom. Um, let's see what's going on here. Yes. She explains now that they're not people. Oh, okay. Call the loony bin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the acquirer. The natural acquirer. Right. Yeah, yeah, you want the truth. Now, this had a nice $3 million budget. It did not make its money back. But I don't blame the movie as much as it was a very limited release. It's not, you know, recently we've watched some movies that are pretty bad in terms of their plot, right? The plots right. make no sense. Yeah. Now, well, this we, we plot that... makes – it's more reasonable. Now, I wish that they hadn't made the aliens so human-like. It would have been much more interesting if they were – I mean, only Flea has – Flea's got, like, a thumb and two fingers – like, he's not a – he's some sort of monkey or something, and he befriends Grace. You watch plenty of Star Trek where the aliens are basically humanoids. Yup, yup. hate that. Oh. 
Okay, there you was one the, Star Trek, and they had an alien called the Horta. Oh, Chains the Real. And it was in. What? You got Chains the Real. Chains the Real. Yeah, okay. Hold on, audience. I'll be right back. Yeah. Mike's going to get a an ad. <laughs> okay, I want to talk no, about no. this guy. Christmas. Now what we're having is the two African Americans together sort of saying like, you know, like, uh, you know, we got, I got your back. Uh, Sergeant's not going to be happy because you, he got, you got the job over him. And, but what's interesting is this guy's name, this guy's a singer. He's a huh. R and B artist. Um, and his name is Harry Caesar, but he went by the name of little Caesar as a singer. He had a big hit in the R and B charts called goodbye baby in the 1952. He had 11, 11 singles. That's crazy. Yeah. And he just and, shows up in this alien movie in North Carolina. Well, he's old now, you know? I mean, yeah. this is 35 years after his fame, something like that. But you might like it because he was in Electric Boogaloo 2. He was in Breaking 2, Electric what? Boogaloo. <laughs> huh. Was he a doctor? Was he a... I don't know. He played doctor? Byron, whatever that means. Lots of TV. Uh, he was also in Roadside Profits, that one with uh, oh, Jimmy, sure. um, Hutton. That's the one with uh, John Smith from uh, X. It's John really neat that he was an R&B singer in the 50s, and he had, you know, he did have, he made 11 singles, and they got success, but he did have a big. Okay, so now we have a touching scene in which she's going to get touched. Well, yeah, the, the joke is she named them both Bob. That's the joke. Oh, 80s Bob reference. So we find, not that Bob with the pipe. No, not yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So here he finds a family picture, and we learn that her parents were killed in a car accident. And that's how, that's their backstory and why she's there with Grace. Oh, right. That's why she lives with Marine Sullivan. Right. And now, we talked a lot about her. Uh, I don't know if we should go over it again if there's regular listeners. It, she's the one who did the Tarzan series. Uh, right, that's right, with Johnny, Johnny Bushmiller. Weissmuller, right, exactly. 